Hey everyone, thank you for joining us. This is Vanna Trung at CrossFit Kindred and this is episode two of season two. Today we're going to just give you some exciting new updates about our gym and our reopening plans as well as discuss some interesting topics that are affecting our local community here in East San Jose. So first off, let's talk about what's new, what's up and coming about reopening. Well, obviously, we are on a, in a waiting period, waiting for the county to give us a green light to actually uh, physically work out at the gym and physically train at the gym. What should I say? For our customers and our employees to physically work out and train at the gym. Um, but there has been an exciting new development with the city of San Jose. And the city of San Jose is putting together a new program called San Jose El Fresco. And basically the program, I mean, it was designed, I think, really to help the downtown uh, business core. Because as you know, downtown San Jose is primarily restaurants, bars and nightclubs. And um, bars and nightclubs, you know, they're they're just they're in a waiting period like us almost because they're kind of classified as a high risk or phase three part of the state's reopening plans however san jose uh the plan for san jose including this in this el fresco plan is that gyms along with restaurants they're trying to help us operate outdoors and for restaurants i know that the plan was supposed to include outdoor seating and for restaurants to use public space or public uh, parking lots for outdoor seating So they can technically see more customers and and spread them out safely. For gyms, um, I think gyms weren't mentioned specifically from the mayor of San Jose in this program. But I don't we don't know if it's going to be designated public spaces outdoors or if we can use our own outdoor spaces. So obviously, if we could use our own outdoor spaces, that is going to be a big advantage for CrossFit Kindred because we have uh, a really big driveway and a lot of parking spaces in the front. So if the alfresco plan passes and there's some clause in there to allow us to work out outdoors uh, or have classes outdoors at our at our space outdoors that would be a big advantage but um we don't know we're sort of in a waiting period and from what we heard from the city is that it passed the first round of approval and there's going to be a second round of approval and it might take two weeks for that round to happen so you know needless needless to say we're still going to be sheltering in place in may so plans to physically reopen um, earlier than may probably won't happen but we do want to announce something exciting that we are um, sort of transitioning or or working on doing is that uh, our business crossfit kindred wants to pivot and add a new business to our side of our our operations and uh, we actually wanted to open up a new what we say is like a organic convenience store. And we actually will be the f- first organic convenience store on the east side of San Jose because we plan to open up Kindred Market. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Excuse me. And Kindred Market um, is going to help us offset some of our you know, rental space here. We have about 700 square feet of space that is not you know like not usable for the gym so we want to be able to convert that over retail space uh fortunately for us our zoning allows for it so that's a big plus um 
from where we're at and obviously we have parking for it so if we open up retail um, to focus on essential household household supplies essential goods essential products and also produce we would be able to um, open for business because we would be an essential business so the plan is to work with a lot of vendors locally and some of the vendors are nationwide as well um, but we're going to be different in the way that we're going to offer organic products and specialty products that you won't see at your local 7-Eleven or your local liquor store. In fact, <laughs> that's what we want to be totally different from them. We actually don't, we're not going to sell soda or candy or liquor because if you can, if you can, you can go to any kitty corner in the east side and find a liquor store. And sadly, that's the reality of our community. And we want to be a factor in helping the problem, not adding to it. So we will not be selling alcohol. We will not be selling soda or candy or processed food. We're going to be selling products that we tried and actually are, you know, healthy for you because we're in the business of health and wellness and fitness, you know, not just working out, but really caring for people's health and their safety. That's a big part of what we do. And in fact, that's really why we do what we do. Um, you know, there's, there's you guys, we've been using kindred strong as a hashtag and, you know, we've, we had a lot of people come through and support us and standing by with kindred strong, but you know, for, for us as owners, you know, kindred strong really means being strong for our communities as well. Um, not just us being personally strong mentally, physically, and health wise. So our community, you know, even before the pandemic hit our community, and this may be news to you all or any of you if you weren't aware of this. On the east side, in our particular zip code, uh, 95122, and the surrounding zip code, 95116, 95127, and 95148. And there's other zip codes within the, the east side corridor. But those particular zip codes, um, we actually have the highest rate of chronic disease and diabetes in the county. So this is before... The statistics came out about COVID and how COVID is affecting our community. So when we bought the gym, we already knew going in that this is a problem that is on the east side and we can be kind of a vehicle to solve this problem, to alleviate this injustice or this issue that we have in our society. Because it's not, you know, to, for us, I'm passionate about this, for me in particular, because you know, we're not making millions of dollars running a gym. <laughs> if you didn't know about that, uh, now you do. And, you know, maybe we could be making more money if we charge a lot more money. But we were trying to come in because we wanted to be helping. We wanted to help the solution and, and, and solve that problem because chronic diseases, obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, you know, certain forms of cancers, certain, you know, osteoporosis, a lot of other cancers can be prevented or mitigated by good nutrition and physical activity and these this is like our training program our type of workouts it actually is an effective uh, solution to fight diabetes and you see what COVID is 19 is doing to people with pre-existing conditions and if you haven't heard anything about this and I thought this was interesting because there was a lot of dialogue on social media lately about, you know, people and our opinions about how serious this disease is or what the mortality rate is. And, you know, posts about, 
you know, people protesting and our thoughts about it, but I didn't see any conversations about a new recent article released by San Jose Mercury News that stated that more than a third of the first 100 deaths from COVID-19 came from the east side of San Jose. They all came out of the four east side zip codes, 95116, 95127, 95122, which is Kindred's zip code, and 95148. That more than one third of the first 100 people in Santa Clara County that died from COVID-19 came from our communities. There was like no discussion about that. So to me, that was shocking. And to me, it was just like, was not shocking that no one talked about it. It was just more shocking that it's like, okay, we're here, we're on the east side, and I'm, I'm just, we just can't be silent about this, you know? So obviously, it's not surprising because income and health has a strong correlation. The lower your income is, the lower your health is. Um, but to me, it was just like, no one talked about it. So there was all this other priority and emphasis on everything else, but the one issue that's killing a lot of people affecting a lot of people in our community it's like leaders and all these people and everyone's been silent on it and that that really bothered me for a minute so i had to like take a step back and say okay what can we do to help solve this problem when we do reopen because it's it's a real struggle because we're actually hit twice in our community because we're hit with the fact that covid19 affects us more because our health is not as good as wealthier communities That's number one. And then number two is that now we have to choose between our health and our livelihood. Because another part of that article that brought uh, another issue that they brought up in the article was that 70% of East Side residents cannot work from home. We don't have the privilege of working from home because the majority of the residents that live on this side of town are blue collar workers. We are the essential workers that are on the field, in the front lines, at the grocery stores, at the restaurants, you know, in the hospitals or whatever, doing these jobs that risk exposure to COVID-19. So, you know, needless to say, it was kind of something that was just brewing inside of me and saying like, okay, what can we do? What can we do as a as a business, as a community, when we do reopen up. And and that further made me want to do this market because even though it sounds so simple, it is that simple. It goes down to eating healthy and being taught how to work out. You know, these are simple things that we can do. It's not rocket science. You know, I'm not a doctor. None of us here have been trained um, in fighting viruses and all these things. But what we can do is help each other, our family members, our children, teaching people we know and being available to our community to have access to healthy foods and also to be able to work out when we get the green light to work out. And yes, obviously, we want to reopen the gym, you know, and our position is like, yeah, we want to reopen as soon as possible. But you know, at this point, we waited so long, so we're just going to wait it out. And there's a lot of risk to reopening when it comes to not only risking obviously getting infections but um or spreading the infection of the the virus but also punitive damages you know it was very it was very tempting for a minute because i was just like damn it we're gonna open screw this i just need to open we need to open i can't hold it in anymore but then leonie and i talked about it and she just you know the more research and the more things we're we're learning is that from a legal perspective it's not that smart because we could get damaged in terms of being able, we could get sanctioned. And also there's, for me, other 
risk that I would take on financially as well as uh, my other job. You know, we just can't. I just can't risk like <laughs> having a record or a citation or just doing anything to break the law and and be against any business orders. You know, obviously, I work very closely with the Small Business Administration. That's what I do in my other profession. So just being, you know, more cautious and just abiding by the orders right now. That's that's our position in it. So if you're wondering, you know, why we're not opening. Yet, and that's the reason why we're not going to defy the county orders because, from a risk perspective, I we don't want to take that risk. And also, you know, and if if people are upset about that and they end up leaving the gym and you know going to another competitor because one of the other gyms is opening, um, you know, we just have to take that risk. And uh, and 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 if we lose sales, then we lose sales because the the, the bigger risk that we might get sanctioned and not be able to open at all or, you know, lose our business license. That's, that's a huge, huge risk. So we rather, we're looking at it in the long term as long as we can keep writing it out and making it, you know, I had a conversation with another um, owner and he was telling me that, well, he talked to another CrossFit owner and the CrossFit owner had to open up because one of his competitors opened up and uh, his customers were going over there. So then I was like, okay, I kind of see that. But, you know, if you lose your customer because another gym opened up, I think that customer was on their way out anyways. You know, the customer that wants to stay with you, they're going to stay with you. But the customers that have to leave, then they have to leave. So, you know, in a way, like I'm not judging anyone. Like I get it. If you, if you have to do what you have to do. But, you know, we're doing our best. And what we can do is... We want to focus on trying to get together and building this essential market and, and building that side. And right now we're just preparing the gym, separating it out in workstation, uh, workout stations. So as we get more into this process, you'll see uh, visually what we're doing. But right now we're just kind of describing it because we're still in the process. But everything's going to be separated and there's going to be less... Um, less touch within the equipment. So everyone will have their own equipment. It's gonna be uh, sterilized and sanitized after use. And you'll have training on this. Our staff will have training on this. And you know we're just learning and getting more efficient and smarter as we go, because this is not gonna happen like just a one month thing. It's, it's gonna be several months. So we all just gonna have to adapt and we'll get better at it. So uh, I think you know, I'm kind of beating a dead horse by asking for your patience. I feel like everybody's patience is, is sort of run dry or thin. Um, but this this situation has called us to rise up to the occasion and be stretched in many ways. Uh, even us as owners, you know, obviously no one's ever been through this. We never had pandemic training, so we don't know. <laughs> Some of the decisions that we make could be wrong. Some of them right, whatever. But, you know, we're just going through this process with all of you, you know, making the best of what we can. So with this exciting kindred market that's going to be opening up, we're going to give you opportunities to shop here. Um, we're just going to keep it with our membership base and then we'll have like pricing, we'll have products and we'll send you guys all that detail. And we're going to keep it within our membership base and your friends and families can buy from us. Um, we're going to have the, the pricing is going to be like fair, right? It's not going to be like Costco pricing because we can't buy it like huge organic products in bulk because then we won't be able to sell it all. But you're going to see like decent pricing. And the whole purpose is to have you be able to come here 
if you don't feel like driving to Whole Foods or going to Sprouts, um, you can just get your basic needs and, you know, pick up your produce, pick up some eggs. If we get the green lot and milk, that's cool. Obviously, we, we are going to have to expand and grow as we get bigger. Um, but we just want to be able to better use our space. And also, we want to be an option for our community. You know, you don't there's liquor stores and and all these other places to buy processed food throughout our 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 side of town already and that's not helping the situation it really has to come down to having better access to food in a more affordable way easier access to food and not only food but really learning how to work out and get in physical shape so there's a lot of things that we have to do as a gym to not only get the wholesaling side of it going but also we want to do more in terms of training and preventative actions and nutrition coaching uh, to fight these chronic diseases so us as owners we're going to be really expanding that side of our operations into diabetes prevention programs um, into nutrition coaching and you hear us talking about that and we're just trying to manage a lot in a short period of time but we believe that focusing in on that is going to give the biggest impact with the time that we put in here and um you know what COVID-19 has taught me like life is short you know and just like just losing my aunt you know god bless her soul my aunt AT you know I saw her in October and now she's gone so life is short you never know how and how much time you have so in the time you have you want to make the greatest amount of impact you can and for us i think that is going to be the greatest level of impact because more people on our side of town are going to get diabetes chronic diseases than people going to the crossfit games on our side of town no offense we love our crossfit games athlete we actually have a crossfit games athlete in our gym god bless you april she's been a sweetheart and amazing in this process um but the reality is that a lot of gyms focus on the competitive crossfit game side and 0.9 less than one percent of people who do crossfit actually make it to the games so that's not saying anything to kill your dreams that's just saying that the impact of us doing using crossfit in an amazing way in terms of helping people achieve their goals physically and and you know getting their eating in place and really combating diabetes is going to be a, a bigger chance than us really focusing on everything else to be competitive really just focusing people and changing people's lives you know we can get somebody off diabetes medicine we can get somebody off you know having heart attack hypertension and a lot of these things can be prevented through diet and exercise. We know this in head knowledge, but now is our time to like really take it to our community and teach it in a way that can make an impact and be practical. So that may include working with our public agencies. We don't know. I mean, we, we definitely want to explore. And I think these conversations are going to be more um, of, they're going to be more available because our, our council members, our city leaders are going to see like, wow, People on the east side are dying more from COVID because they have pre-existing conditions. What can we do to help them to stop having pre-existing conditions? And CrossFit Kindred hopefully will be in that conversation to uh, help be part of that solution. So that's giving you guys a vision of Kindred. Obviously, to get from point A where we are to point B and point C and D is going to be a process. So hopefully you'll stick around to see us evolve and get to that process but for those of you all who have continued membership 
you know, thank you so much. You guys have done so much to support us, and we still want to be here when we get the green light to open up. So, with all that said, I'm going to let you enjoy your Friday. Hopefully, we'll see you online. If you end up doing the workout, tag us, let us know, and we'll want to follow up with you about your nutrition and your 800-gram fruits and vegetables. Hopefully, we can have those produce boxes here for you sooner rather than later. So, check out the details in your inbox, your email inbox. You should be getting some details from us starting next week. All right, guys, have a good one. Enjoy your weekend. Bye.